This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, it's our number two of the program as we go to 1 o'clock. Paul Zeiss will be in at 1 to 4.30 prior to Pitt and Syracuse. A big game today for the Panthers who look to get a double bye. It's a possibility for them for sure, but they got to take care of business here, and we'll see if they can do that. In the meantime, I want to remind you that our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Also, number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 at Expressway with Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Also, Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. Visit them online at SouthHillsJeep.com, and you can call... Or text the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, same as a call-in number. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. So, Sean, I want to get your opinion now. You said Kings Clippers, 176-175 Sacramento. Biggest score, second in history. The only other time was, I think, a 1983 game that went into the 180s. However, you said bad defense. Was it bad defense? Or if you look at the combined shooting percentages of these two teams last night, it was almost 60%, 58.7%. Is that just, it's good shooting, but how much of it is bad defense in your mind? One of the weird things now with the NBA, and I I think it's trickling down to lower levels of basketball, but in the past, I would think, all right, you hold a team to 95 points, you played well defensively. I think that bar is now, you hold them under 120 and you're doing something all right defensively. So three-point shooting obviously has elevated the score significantly, double overtime, it's going to be a higher scoring game anyway, but yeah, there's no way you could say it's good defense when you give up 175 points, but I think to your point, it's more about how dominant offense is in the NBA nowadays. Well, they've addressed offense, just like the NFL, as the selling point. This is what people like to see. And if they, I guess if you're going to fire, they made 44 three-pointers last night combined. That's tremendous shooting, but it's also, you know, they're shooting from so far out now. I don't know how you can blame defenses. These guys are taking risks and nobody else shoots. They're, they're actually bad shots. I remember basketball in high school, college, as a younger person, obviously things have changed. But the whole idea was, and if you look at a guy like a Bob Cousy who wrote books, is getting the ball down low, get the high percentage shot. Sean, they don't care about that anymore. They're firing. Those are low percentage shots, but they become good enough that they make a pretty decent percent of them. They're not ever going to be 50% consistently at three. So you're wondering why take those shots if you shoot 40%. That means 60% of the time you're missing them. To me, the biggest thing is, I watch enough NBA, if you hustle and compete for 48 minutes, then I think you can say, all right, you've 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 done at least your effort to contest shots to try to get loose balls. 
so many times you'll see players that, you know, play 35 minutes and they'll have four or five minutes where they barely move on the defensive end. So that's where I kind of look at it. Like that's not good defense. Obviously you have some guys who are terrific on that end, but by and large, I think a lot of the superstars sort of coast on that defensive end. And that's why you, you hear the complaints about the NBA. They don't play defense. Your point, it's better offense than defense, but there's definitely a lot of times I'm a Lakers fan. I have seen plenty of games where they are not competing for 48 minutes on that end of the floor. No, I, I agree with that, especially start. That's why I like uh, Nikola Jokic and his game and what he does. He's a very smart player down low. Get him the ball, he'll score. He doesn't do it with any sort of flash or dash, but he scores. He's, he's a good assist man, all those kind of things. Anyway, I'm sure people don't want to talk about the NBA, but you should watch it from time to time. It's pretty interesting. In the meantime, we're talking about the Penguins who are struggling. Can they make it to the playoffs? What should they do at the deadline, which is next week? Should they sell off? Should they add on? Should they do nothing? I'm of the do nothing belief. Just keep your roster. Try to get in. If you can't, then you got some major overhauling to do. Let's find out what Woody has to say. He joins us on the fan hotline from South Carolina. Hello, Woody. Hey, Bob, the pride of Beaver County. Congratulations on four years (laughs) of KDKA also. Appreciate it, Woody. Thanks, brother. The Fenway Group, when they bought the Pittsburgh Penguins, did they have any idea what they were doing with a hockey club? Like, did they buy a new car, have the new car delivered, put in the garage, and they tell all the neighbors, oh, man, I got a brand new car, but I can't drive it. Because it seems like if, if they had any hockey sense, Hextall would have never been there. Burke would have never been there. And to be honest, Sullivan, they should have brought their own people in. And a replacement for Hextall, in my opinion, could be Barry Trotz. That guy knows defense, and he could build a defensive-minded team. Yeah, I mean, to me, all things are on the table at the end of this season. Uh, but it's important to keep in mind that Hextall and Burke were here before the Fenway group got their official hands on this team. And you're right, they could have made changes, and they will. That's why I don't think you're going to see Hextall back. I think they're going to eventually do what they have to do. But, you know, they gave them an offer, the Lemieux group with uh, Ron Burkle, that was bigger than I think that group had expected. Um, you, know, they were, you know, there have been discussions with other groups in the past, but it never came to be. And all of a sudden, this offer came. And so they added on to what's an impressive roster of, of teams that they own, including over in the Champions League in soccer. So, you know, I don't know what their end game is. I don't think the Penguins are the most important priority. They'd like to have him. They obviously want him to do well and win if they can, but they gotta they got to dig deeper here and come up with better answers. So I think to your point, at the end of this season, you're going to see them, you know, jump in this and make changes. Well, I hope so. And is there any possible way that the Penguins could pry Billy Guerin away from uh, Minnesota? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of contract he has there. I think he likes it there. He's put together some pretty good young players there. I don't know how he'd view this coming back. I don't know what that would take, to be honest. Um, but again, he was here when Jim Rutherford was here to work with Jim. All those guys, it's like a tree. You know, we talk about football trees from coaches in the NFL. Well, this is the same with GM trees uh, in NHL. A lot of those guys went on to, and they're doing good things with other teams. I don't know if they want to come back to a situation that right now has a has an age issue. So uh, I would doubt that, but I, they're going to have to find somebody, Woody, to your point. They do. Uh, yeah. Unless they can miraculously put something together, get in and make a couple of playoff rounds. That's important to any group that owns this team. They need that, especially in light of the regional sports networks and all the problems that they're going to incur after this, because it's going to get ugly, I think, in terms of money. Yes, it is. 
Well, Bob, I do appreciate your time, and you got the best show on radio, period. Yeah, you're very kind. I appreciate that. There are a lot of good ones in here locally. I'm I'm just appreciative of your call, Woody, and thanks for the uh, opportunity to talk. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. We're going out to Apollo right now. Dan joins us on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Dan? Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, question about the Regional Sports Network. Um, I, I have to compliment you in the sense that you've balanced a lot of the opinions around here about how baseball needs to level the playing field with the revenue, and they really don't have too many opportunities to do it. So my question for you is, is, is this a, a great opportunity for Nutting to buy the AT&T network? That way he can get more revenue and fund a bigger payroll. Uh, he, he can do that, I guess, as an option. I don't see him doing that, though, given the way he's handled other aspects of this organization. Uh, and I don't know if, if it goes to bankruptcy, if you can get it that way. I think, from what I've been told, most of what's going to happen is a Major League Baseball will take over all of this, the production of it, farm it out until they can figure out what to do next. And when I say farm it out, I'm talking about to local cha- channels that may be interested. Uh, so there's a lot yet to be written here. I'm not sure how it works with liquidation and bankruptcy in these regional sports networks. I don't have enough understanding of what happens after that, but I do know the Major League Baseball is not going to let this just stop. They're going to find ways to get their product on TV, on streaming services, and then eventually, yeah, I mean, if Bob Nutty wants to create something like that, I would appreciate the effort to try to start that because I think that's one way that you can, but again, it takes more than that. It takes it takes an entire sport that's willing to share equally all of its parts. And if you're not willing to do that equally, then you're never going to have, you can't have these payrolls that go from $450 million down to where the Pirates are. It just doesn't work. And it affects everything that goes on. I agree. I appreciate but your opinion. I, I don't that. think that's, a, that's never going to happen, though. <laughs> it, it would take a labor stoppage. It would take two years of trying to, force people to do things that they don't want to do. And the only way you do it is to stop everything. And I don't think they want to do that because they cater to the bigger markets who make the most money. Well, and that's my point is that they're, they aren't going to get to a salary cap like football. So uh, nutting's got to find more revenue to be able to fund, you know, a competitive team. Yeah, that, that certainly is a problem. There's no question. I didn't think this would happen as quickly as it's happening, but man, it's happening. I've heard rumors about regional sports networks having a lot of issues, but now it's just, you know, who knows where this is all going to end up. But it will be interesting to see where it falls. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate the call from Apollo. Right now, let's go out to Jim, who joins us in Irwin. Jim, what's going on today? Hey, Bob. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, I was going to talk about the Penguins, and I feel like we're at the point where uh, Chicago, L.A., Detroit ended up. Yeah, and that's kind of as inevitable, you mentioned isn't with it? the previous caller, um, I think you're going to see a lot of changes in the offseason because we've never really gotten a plan from Burke or Hextall. So I'm not really sure. It's a deadline. I don't really see any changes that can make this team better. Well, I don't think so either. I don't think they have the the, the opportunity with their – whatever their best assets are, they're all tied up and they have no trade clauses. So you'd have to work Correct. something in the next several days. And that's too short of a time to do it unless they've tried it already. But I can't see that happening. So, to me, I would just play with what I got, see where it takes me, and then in the off season, you have more opportunity to really create something different if you want to. You can't do it in one, one week left to the trade deadline. You can't do it. Now, are you aware of any situation where this has ever happened where you have half your roster with no trade clauses of some point? 
Oh, it's more prevalent than you think. A lot of the high-end talent get these sorts of things and no movement clauses. I hated it when it was introduced into the game several decades ago. Uh, it, but all it does is it, make it, it makes it difficult. You're giving them enough money. And now you're determining, I don't want to go in here or two. Well, you're limiting the GM. Once it became an issue that uh, it's just like arbitration in baseball, you know, people talk about free agency. Free agency is not necessarily a problem. It's arbitration. Um, because when you start comparing to other people, all of a sudden, even if you have years of control in baseball, yeah, you do. You control a guy for six years. But in the middle of that, if he's a really good player, you're going to have to pay a lot more money. You know, and so these things got introduced into games and made it more difficult on people to move players, to do things. And in hockey, man, it's it's hard to move players who have no trade clauses. They're going to have to agree to the move. And if they don't agree, there's nothing you can do. Yep, I agree with you. And you've got to free up money to have a more productive bottom six. So that's my opinion. Well, on it. Or not you make you better choices. You could have not signed Carter. You could have not signed Kapanen. You could have not signed Ruda. You could have not signed to Smith. You could have made other people come in here. Instead, they brought them all back, and they committed 8 to $10 million on those players I just mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know what the thinking was behind giving Kapanen or um, Carter the money they got. I'd really like to know, you know, what happened in that room to make that decision. Well, the Carter one very specifically much... sounds like a, a you know, a, a long friendship with Ron Hextall. And if that's the reason, that's the wrong reason. Kapanen, I have no idea because Kapanen had not produced all that much going into this opportunity to sign him. And yet he got $3 million, where Danton Heinen got $1 million, and Danton Heinen had better numbers than Kapanen last year. None of that makes sense to me. But it didn't when it happened. They were hoping that he would, you know, capture some of the talent and, and the potential that he's had, but it just hasn't worked. And I don't know if he's too lazy, he doesn't, uh, you know, work hard enough. I don't know what it is. But his numbers have been bad, and they so they decided to put him on waivers. No one's going to claim him, though, not at that salary. Anyway. Appreciate it, Dan. Thanks for the call. 412-928-9370. We still have Pitt to talk about. Uh, we'll get into Pitt coming up. We also have a Bill on the line. We're going to take him right now. We'll do that right now before we go to a break. So, Bill, you got in? Quick quick shopping. Get you on here real quick. What's going on? Yeah, Bob, uh, I was just wondering, how come Mike Sullivan's not taking any of the heat for, for the Penguin struggles? Because uh, it seems like when the, when the Steelers are struggling, everybody wants Mike Tomlin fired. How come this is just on the general manager? I don't think it's just on the general manager. I think, you know, he's he's getting something. He's not getting all the heat because he isn't the guy who signed all these guys. And there seems to be a little disconnect about what Mike Sullivan wants in terms of players and what Ron Hextall is willing to give him. And the Chikrin situation kind of brought that to light. So, um, yeah, he's the head coach. He's got to change his style. My biggest complaint about his style is that he, and he knows it because he talks about it all the time, giving up opportunities soon after goals, falling apart, Later in games, guys are wide open in front of goaltenders. All of this come back to your philosophical approach to when you have a lead. They've become one of the worst teams in hockey when they get leads. Uh, that's not yeah. good, and that reflects badly on coaching. Well, Bob, we'll see where it takes us, but it doesn't look good right now. Yeah, well, again, if you look at thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Bill, uh, you know, they're, they're still within – range of getting into the playoffs as a wild card where that takes them i have no idea because you'll be heavy underdogs regardless of who they play carolina or boston uh, you know those are going to be your two choices if you're the number one or number two wild card uh not good either of them right now the islanders and buffalo have those positions detroit florida ahead of them pittsburgh has fallen to 11th right ahead of washington which is 12th in the eastern conference i don't think many people thought that coming into the season but here we are 
And after the Penguins went 15-2-2 and early in the year, after they had lost seven in a row, people were hot on them. They turned around and went 15 of 19 or 17 of 19 counting points. Uh, and then they just fall flat on their faces. It's really hard to imagine it be this bad. You knew at times, at some point in the future, there was going to be a, a massive fall off. It has to happen, especially after you doubled down and brought everybody back. But I don't think people thought it'd be right now this season, just after uh, signing that and the ink's not even dry on these contracts, four and six years for Malkin and Latang, respectively. That's I didn't, I didn't think I'd see it this fast, but here they are. 63 points, 57 games played. They need to win today against St. Louis at 3.30. And you can watch that game, and you can watch all games in one of my favorite spots. It's called Iron Rock Tap House, located in front of the Westmoreland Mall in Greensburg, adjacent to the Live Casino. If you've never been there to Greensburg, and when you're in that area, make sure you stop in. Iron Rock Tap House is a great place to go. It's not a chain restaurant. Some people think it is. It isn't. It's a unique locally owned restaurant and bar. And it offers tremendous food prepared expertly, served in a beautiful atmosphere. They got a trendy, modern vibe. If you want elegant dining or you want to go upstairs, watch games, you got pizza, you got beer, you got wine selections, 10,000 square feet of indoor space. You got fire pits over two floors outside. Great stuff. Live music several nights of the week. And all menu items are made from scratch from Chef Arnold. They got a lot to offer. You should check them out if you're in the Greensburg area. It's Iron Rock Tap House. Check them out online, ironrocktaphouse.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are proudly sponsored by PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC Bank. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway. Cochrane.com. Also, Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. And Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. We're getting into a lot of Penguin talk and what they should or shouldn't do at the trade deadline, which is coming up this week. Pitt survived a scarily close game to advance to 20 wins, 8 losses, 13-4 in the ACC by beating Georgia Tech the other night, a game they could have probably lost, uh, and it would have hurt Pitt. Instead, they play today against Syracuse at the Peterson Event Center. That place should be loud. Jim uh, Beheim in town. He'll take a lot of uh, <laughs> verbal stuff from the zoo after his comments about Pitt a few weeks ago, which he apologized for, but they're still very much fresh on the minds of Panther fans. And 
Pitt can get a double bye if they win and Duke loses today. We'll see how that goes. In the meantime, Penguins and Pirates and Pitt all on the table. Let's go out to Carol in Clinton who joins us right now. Carol, thank you for calling. What's going on today? Hey, Bob. Um, you know what? I'm not a hockey expert, although I play one in my living room when I'm watching them. And <laughs> I I have to ask you, it, does any of this fall on coaching? And I'm not just talking about Sully. I'm talking about the guys, you know, like the line coaches and stuff like that. Because when I watch other teams, they systematically move the puck into our end and and – you know, get shots on our goalie and everything, and then we'll get our get down. It takes us like 13 plays to get down into the offensive zone, and then the other team pushes them into the the sides, and they're lucky if they get one shot on goal. It, it there's got to be something to the structure and how. Well, there is, touched. there is, Carol. There's something to the structure in that they're trying to play a way that I don't think they can no longer play. Um, and, and my Solomon may believe they still can play that game. Get to his game. Get to our game, he always says. Play our game. Okay. Well, the game has to change as you get older, and you don't have necessarily the speed to counteract some of these other teams that have gotten younger and better through the drafting and the development process. You know, uh, and, and that's going to happen. But you have to realize it at first and adjust to it, and I don't think they've done a very good job of that so far, which is why they give up a ton of shots, and which is why you see odd man breaks of that nature because they're doing things they once were able of doing and recovering. Now they can't do it as much as they did. So it takes an adjustment and they haven't made a good enough one. So you're right about that, but Carol, appreciate it. Yeah. And not everybody on the team is 36. There are some younger legs there, but you got to get them to play under some type of a structure or something. something well, they're is- not many younger legs. I can tell you that even some mm-hmm. of their other are Gensel and Russ. These are guys, Rust and Raquel and the third, they're all in there. You know, it's the oldest team in the NHL if you look at the average age. So, yeah, no, they can't true. play the way they once did. They can't do it. And if they think they can, they're making a mistake. And he has to know that as well. Right. I agree. Thanks, Carol. I hope you have a nice day. Thank you for calling. Jim in Oakmont is on the phone right now, and he's on the fan hotline. What's up, Jim? Oh, we just lost Jim. Okay. So, Jim, you want to try back? Go right ahead if you want to. In the meantime, uh, the Pitt Panthers – Man, I mean, it's a great story what's happened with this team this year. Nobody expected this. If you look at the preseason coaching, uh, the polls that came out, they were picked next to the last in the ACC. And who could have disagreed with that? They brought in a whole bunch of people. And this is one of the reasons why I think the uh, the computer system they use hurts Pitt. Because they judge every game equally. They're just looking at results. And the results early in the season were a mess. When you get clobbered by West Virginia, you get clobbered by Michigan. You lose to VCU. But what happened was this is a Jeff Capel team that was predicated on grad graduated uh, transfers, guys who've been with other programs. They, they went into the transfer portal. He did a very good job bringing guys here, and they took some time to learn how to play together. But once they did, and they have as this season has gone on, they know their roles. They're experienced enough to know about the ups and downs of coming uh, with any conference you play in, and they have gotten better. And so I think if those games had to be played right now, you know, the Michigan game, the West Virginia game, the VCU game, you'd have different results. I really believe that. But the computer doesn't look at it that way. The computer looks at it like, oh, you got pounded in this game. Your non-conference stinks and you lost to VCU and this, that. And so it hurts Pitt when it comes. And that's why they're not ranked. The one thing they can do is to just take care of business. And that's pretty much what they've done. Nobody saw 13-4 and in the ACC. No one saw the Pitt Panthers as some team that was going to be number one in their conference and go into the tournament 
much better than anyone could have expected. But this is what happens when you have a veteran team. It took them some time to figure out who does what, what roles they have. They're all pretty good about it. They understand it. They're older. And as a result, they're better. They've come together. And again, I think those the, the computers, the way they handle it hurts Pitt, which is why they haven't gotten the respect that a lot of people, I think, felt they deserved. But they can take care of everything today by beating Syracuse and then beating Notre Dame and setting up a big showdown against Miami. And if they win those, they'll win regular season championship and they'll get a double bye in the first round of the ACC tournament. No one saw that coming. West Virginia is one of those teams that has gone backwards. You know, a lot of people thought they were going to be able to get into the tournament. They have, you know, not played all that well. They got blown out a couple of times last week against Baylor. Um, you know, they got Kansas. I don't know what in the world they're going to do in that game. So West Virginia may be certainly on the outside looking in where there was talk that they could actually be in this NCAA tournament despite a real bad record in the Big 12. The Big 12 is a loaded conference. If you're going to look, you know, at that conference and say which one is the best, to me it's clearly the best in basketball. So you're going to see a lot of teams. Jamie Dixon's team at TCU has played well. We'll get in there. And they were missing their top two scorers at one point because of injury. And he has completely changed from being a rebound and a defensive kind of team to where they just come down and they get fired from the outside. They're pretty good at what they do at TCU. We're due for a break. We'll take it right now. 412-928-9370 is the number up until one o'clock. And that's when Paul Zeiss will come in and take over the Next three and a half hours leading up to Pitt and Syracuse today. And the Panthers, by the way, are six-point favorites in that game against Syracuse. But not only is this NCAA basketball season coming up, it's also the tax season, the dreaded tax season. So we have a question for you, and it may seem dumb, but it's a good question. If the IRS gave you a choice to pay 40% of your income, <clears throat> excuse me, or 25%, which would you choose? Well, it's really a no-brainer. Everyone would choose 25%, but you do not have that choice when it comes to taxes. So why would anyone choose a law firm that charges 40% of their personal injury settlement or the law firm chosen by Pittsburgh City Paper Readers is the best attorneys in Pittsburgh will represent you for 25%. This one you do control. So take what Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman can do for you. Not only is their fee 25%, all the calls and consultations are free. They front all the costs, including medical records and expert reports, never any fees or costs unless a recovery is made. The attorneys whose names are on the door and live exclusively in Western Pennsylvania, they're involved in every one of these cases. And most importantly, their success rate is tremendous, 99.7% winning their cases. So it's a no-brainer. Why would you call anyone else? Call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, one 888 twins Remember, they got your back, not your wallet. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to the program, everyone. As we continue, brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane Shop 24 Expressway with Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Got your back, not your wallet. And Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. As you heard Sean Meyer say right there, Pirates in action today. First game of the spring against Toronto. Uh, we'll see what some of these young guys can do. And if you want to, you know, look at this from a half tool perspective, uh, Oviedo being in your starting rotation, if that's the case, would be good, along with Ronzi Contreras. I want to see those guys get out there every fifth or sixth day, whatever it is. They got a veteran like Rich Hill, Vince Velasquez, guys who can add to their young group. But the key will be Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller has to be the kind of ace that they once projected he could be. He was once an untouchable, and then it took, it's taken him some time. He's going to be on the mound today against the Blue Jays. We'll see what he can do. But, again, I, I don't expect anything but a uh, an improvement kind of situation, which is not saying much when you lose 100-plus games for two years in a row. You'd expect that to happen at some point. But how these guys perform will go a long way in determining whether next year can be a year where they can be competitive, I think, with regard to a playoff spot. In the meantime, we talk a lot about Pitt and their game with Syracuse, but we should also give uh, some kudos to uh, Keith Dambrot and Duquesne, uh, 21 season. When was the last time 21 season for Duquesne and Pitt in the same year? But uh, they've come together with guys like Day-Day Grant leading the way um, and others. It's, it's a team that if they get hot in the Atlantic 10 tournament, I think can do some damage in that tournament. And for them to get into an NCAA double-A tournament, they're going to have to win that tournament. I don't know if they can do that, but, you know, quite frankly, they um, they could be one of those teams that sneak up on you if they get hot from shooting. But then again, that's the key. Pitt is going to live and die by the three, I think, in the NCAA tournament or the ACC tournament before that. Uh, when they're hitting their shots, they're a tough team to make to beat. Uh, Blake Henson's been very good overall. You know, Nellie Cummings and how he's handled things. In fact, that game against Georgia Tech the other night, it could have been a loss if not for him. He was really good. Uh, a career high at Pitt of 22 points in that one, seven assists, six rebounds. If it wasn't for that, they may have lost that game because they did not rebound well. Uh, and they allowed, uh, to me, a not a good shooting Georgia Tech team uh, to shoot better against them. So their defense wasn't as good as it needs to be. Uh, but I think if they get in the ACC tournament, depending on the matchups there, they can they can have some success. And I would expect them to get into the NCAA tournament as a between an 8 and 11 seed, somewhere in there, 10 seed, depending, maybe better how things go. But it's going to be how those guys adapt to when they don't hit their shots. Can they make it up by playing stingy defense and by being uh, just as good on the defensive side as they uh, have to be when you're not going to shoot the ball well? We'll find out about that. In the meantime, we also have 
the Penguins as the number one topic here on the show. We've taken a lot of calls about what they should do. Uh, to me, it's a Stan Pat situation. They can't do anything. What are they going to do? Who are you going to trade and what are you going to bring in? And what will it take? If Ron Hextall is serious about keeping his number one pick, then he's not going to do anything. Um, but that goes against the whole mandate coming into the season of being competitive and trying to keep this playoff streak together. It's in jeopardy clearly right now as the Penguins sit as the 11th team in the Eastern Conference. They can still take care of business. They got time to do that. But it starts today against St. Louis and tomorrow against Tampa. They got to get these games and get these wins and move up to be in a situation. Now, when they get, if they do get into um, a situation where they could get in the playoffs, I don't know what you would expect other than a loss in the first round. That's been the way it's been. But they have enough talent. If they put it together and get the right goaltending, you could see what, when they got hot in that 15 2 and 2 stretch, they can do some damage. But I haven't seen that from Tristan Jari, which is another situation moving forward they're going to have to delve into what do you do with him let's find out what bill in new jersey has to say he joins us now on the fan hotline what's up man hey bob how you doing i was calling on that exact situation was jerry i was going to be like one other problem you got this off season is jerry's going to command probably about six million on the open market there's not a better goalie on the open market that you're going to get than him so then you're going to have to make a trade somewhere and the guy's got a chronic hip problem, I'm not paying him the money. I would be looking to trade him right now. And, like, you know, there's been rumors about Demko and Vancouver. Ronnie's got to do something. I don't care where he gets it. Trade Jerry. Go get Gibson. He's got to roll the dice on something because the goaltenders behind Jerry are just not competent enough to hold up like we want to. So, I don't know what you think they should do, but I think he's got to make a move. And it, it should have already been done about a month ago because we didn't have adequate backup goaltending. Well, and he was a guy who brought the Smith in for two more years. Uh, you know, that, that, that hip situation is a concern when you're dealing with long-term deals. Uh, if he wasn't dealing with that and if he didn't have a checkered history when it comes to injuries, I don't know. I, to me, it would be a fairly easy decision to bring him and sign them longer term. Now my position has changed on that for the same reasons you mentioned. But I don't know where you go from here. They don't have anyone knocking on the door in their system. They once had Philip Gustafson, who they traded. Now he's in Minnesota playing well when he gets a chance to play. He was a young kid that Rutherford had drafted, um, but then traded. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you can make a trade at this point. Are you suggesting they do it in the next week? Because I don't know that you can do that in the next week. You may have to wait till the offseason to figure that out. I think in the off season, I, as much as I hate to say this, I think they got to let every free agent that's out there walk because I think from the calculations you'll have about nineteen million in free cap. But I don't know where you're going to get the goalie, and that's going to take up a chunk of it. So that's a problem. But you know, everyone wants to crush Hextall. You know, in Philly, my Philly friends warned me that like when he came here, you're going to see no movement. You'll never know what's going on, and that's pretty much what the case is. He did draft two pretty good goalies down in Philadelphia. Maybe we need to go to Philadelphia if they're ready to empty the case because they got Hart and Emerson sitting there, and if Philly doesn't like them, I'd take one of them. But you'd probably have to give well, up a boatload listen, of one of them. How, I think, Bill, however he does it, it's his responsibility to do it. He has to be the one. They have all the intel on all the people in everybody's system. He should know and he should have a vision of what he wants to do already. Um, 
All scenarios should have been taken into account even before the season began. You know what you did. Okay, fine. You can't just sit on your hands and say, this is my plan. It's going to work to perfection because it normally never does. You have to have other situations in place. I don't know that they do. I haven't seen it because he hasn't made any moves. What's he going to do? How long are you going to wait before you do it? He's waited already too long. And the other one question I'll ask you before I go this franchise has run through Mario Lemieux. He saved them countless times. I know he's in ownership. I know he's not as involved as he once was. Where's Lemieux? That's my question. Well, he's not. He's not. You know, he sold his assets of this team. Uh, and it's not his responsibility anymore. You know, so I don't think he has. You know, he's more of a figurehead at this point now. The, the, the Fenway group is 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 in control. So it's not his concern at this point um and you know that there you go now w- whether or not this Fenway group agrees that Hextall and Burke should be there it wasn't their hiring that brought those two guys there so now they're going to have to deal with that in the offseason likely yeah it's going to be it's going to be a mess this this reminds but I mean you, you know. knew it was going to be a mess didn't you at some point because it had to be a mess they were mortgaging too much of their future to win and they did I don't think people could be that upset knowing that this ultimately oh, was no, going to happen. No, no. But I do think not many people thought it was no going to happen this them. soon, right? This is just happening I, sooner than I thought it would. I had no problems with the re-signings of Raquel, Rust, Malkin, Latang. I, I can't crush Hextall for that, and I won't crush him for that, because if you ask most Penguin fans before the season, they would have taken them all back. Every single one of them, especially for the prices that they got them at. You know, you don't get to see three big legends go out like that together. And I don't have a problem with that. It's it's the supporting cast around where he did the poor job, like the captain, like you mentioned. That right. Smith. Those kind of deals are the ones where he missed, and he missed bad and a lot of money. And that's your problem. Now you need a goaltender because you don't know what's going to happen with Jarry. Right, and you have all those guys signed to more than one year, you know, and now you're dealing with money that's going to not be available to you. Thanks very much, Bill. That's a good call. And you have history with Ron Exton in Philadelphia after watching him lose his job there. I still remember the one one pick he made, I think it was two overall. He took Nolan Patrick instead of Kale McCarr. And that's easy to look back at drafts and say, oh, he should have done this. But that was number two overall. They could have had Kale McCarr with that pick. And Nolan Patrick's not even with their team anymore. Well, anyway... Uh, that's going to do it for us. The Penguins in action today at 3 o'clock. So stick around for that one. 3.30, I think it is actually in St. Louis. And then tomorrow they got Tampa Bay. It's a big one for the Pitt Panthers. You'll hear it later today on Sports Radio 93.7. The fan as Pitt is a six-point favorite against Syracuse. And if they should win and Duke should lose, they would get a double bye. And they have a chance to be the number one seed going into that tournament, the ACC tournament in Greensboro. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the season? I wonder what the odds would have been on one of these websites Uh, for Pitt to win the ACC outright. Very interesting, but it's happening, and it's going to be a sellout crowd over there today as well. So that's going to do it. My thanks to Sean Myers for handling all of this. All Zeiss will be coming up. I also want to thank our sponsors who make it all possible, PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC Bank. Number one Cochrane shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Also, I want to tell you about Iron Rock Tap House. If you're looking for a place to watch all these games, Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg is the place to go. Check them out, ironrocktaphouse.com. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. The twins and Fishman, they get it done. You want to make sure that you go with them if you get an injury. They'll take care of you at 99.7%. And Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call, which you will later today 
1035 right here on the fan and live on Pittsburgh CW. Josh Taylor handling all the calls tonight. In the meantime, that's going to do it for me. Again, thank you, Sean. It's time for Fan Weather, brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Silverados. Colorados are back in stock. Great selection. Stop in online at sunchevy.com. Today, 47 for your high, 23 for the low. A far cry from what happened yesterday. But up and down, we still haven't had snow. I'm crossing my fingers we won't as we go into March. But you never know. There could be one payback day there tomorrow in the 50s. And that'll be the way the week starts as well. I'm Bob Pompiani. Thanks for joining me. We'll do it again next Saturday, same time, same station. In the meantime, join us for the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown tomorrow night, 1135 on KDKA. Rich Walsh will be handling uh, the moderator role there. We have a good show, and we have a lot of topics that come into play as well. Have a good day, everyone. Stick around. Paul Zeiss is next on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.